Hey y'all, good morning. Welcome to Heaven on Earth Podcast. It's Big Homie OG. Thank you for tuning in. Happy Wednesday. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> Nigga, we made it. Okay, so look, guess what? We got through Libra season. And um, I, I think after last week's episode, I've reached a new level of confidence of myself that I fall in love with myself more and more every day through the changes and through the vision that God sees me to be and the woman I always felt I could be and I wanted to be and that hell I didn't know I could be I just I have this really big sense of like appreciation for myself and I think that probably was the biggest shift in Libra season was the shift within yourself like let's be honest how you see yourself sets the tone for how everybody else sees you and I think even at my most successful and this is the most successful I've ever been and I know I'm reaching new levels of success you know time to come but this is probably the most successful I've ever felt and been in my life and I will say the love language of words of affirmation this season was very important for the inner child in us. Um, because let's be honest, we never received the validation as kids that we needed and that we wanted. You know, it was always um, influenced by somebody else's thought process and their opinions and just just them, you know. And, like, I watched this lady on TikTok. I, I, ooh, Shauna V, Shauna V, I don't know. But she's the she's the um, the black lady with three kids. And she just dressed up as Tiana um, and had, like, the she does the fancy dinner for her kids. And as I watch her, it just gives me, like, so much hope. Like, all right, I am doing the right thing. So when I do have kids, it's like my babies can, I can literally be who they need me to be. You know what I'm saying? And make all their desires come true. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't get that opportunity. And I don't need to live through my kids. So therefore, it's just like, I want to find enjoyment in creating their wishes, you know, like their desires, their reality. You know what I'm saying? And not allowing life's frustrations to fog my mind to where like, I can't see that you're just a kid. It's I hear that song in my head. I'm just a kid. Mm-mm-mm. Hold on, I'm about to find the lyrics. <laughs> Hold on. It's called Simple Plan. It's called I'm Just a Kid. It said I woke up. It was seven. I waited till eleven, just to figure out that there were no one. Just to figure out that no one would call. I think I've got. I think I've got a lot of friends, but I don't hear from them. What's another night all alone when you're spending every day on your own? And here it goes. I'm just a kid and life is a nightmare. I'm just a kid. I know that it's not fair. Nobody cares because I'm alone and the world is having more fun than me tonight. And maybe when the night is dead, I'll crawl into my bed. I'm staring at these four walls again. I'll try to think about the last time I had a good time. Everyone's got somewhere to go and they're going to leave me here on my own. And here it goes. I'm just a kid and life is a nightmare. I'm just a kid and I know it's not fair. Nobody cares because I'm alone and the world is having more fun than me. Then it says, what the hell is wrong with me? Don't fit in with anybody. How did this happen to me? Wide awake, I'm bored and I can't fall asleep and every night is the worst night ever. 
he says, and of course, you know, he preached the, the chorus or whatever. And then he says, um, oh, he just keeps repeating that. That's what I just feel like. And it's funny that this comes from, it comes from an album called The New Guy. And I felt like, I feel like, you know, I really feel like Libra season kind of had us feeling like new kids on the block. Because I told everybody, the spiritual awakening that you think you went through, honestly, that wasn't it. I don't know what the fuck that was, but um, spiritual awakening is coming closer to the Lord. And I'm not, you know, discrediting the, the, the growth you had, but honestly, you really just went with the trend. And I mean, hey, that's cool, you know what I'm saying? But like, that shit really wasn't you. And you, you know, you thought it was because it seemed a little bit more peaceful and a little bit more calm. And it was this new thing of just like, oh my God, spirituality. Oh my God, the crystals and the manifestations. And oh my God, it's magic. And it's like, <laughs> I don't even mean to be like, I don't even mean to be condescending. I promise y'all, though. I'm trying not to be, but, like, that's kind of how I felt. Like everybody was just like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, like, welcome to a world that's actually always existed. You guys just called them witches and, and the devil and hoodoo shits and, you know what I'm saying, voodoo and all that. Like, you know, it was just different terms. It's just now it seems to be something that you just like you wanted to escape from your reality of negativity that this just felt so much better and then you got into this spirituality you realize there's no bit he's a clown <laughs> like yeah spirituality people got you looking like a clown and i feel like everybody's having this realization like what the fuck like what the fuck was i doing where where did i get and I feel if you saw the episode of Atlanta where um, they went to Atlantic Station and basically they were seeing all the old people from their past. And this one girl was like, she couldn't remember where she parked. It felt like she was just in a loop and she couldn't get out. And she couldn't remember that she had just seen them. And um, and Childish Cambino or Danny Glover, excuse me, and Vaughn or Van, which is his baby mother or his girlfriend, you know, whatever they go by, whatever. They just was like, we just saw you. And they were like seeing all their exes. It was like a Mercury retrograde of just like, it's just like this, this trans that we were in. And it's just like, I felt like our inner child's got excited because, you know, as kids, magic is very important. You know what I'm saying? It's very magical to see, you know, the, the magician you know, um, hide the quarter or find the quarter behind your ear, or like moving the cups. You can't find the ball like that. That sense of suspense is very exciting for us. And, you know, people started talking about how delusional they was. And you know what I'm saying about how like, yeah, their delusion created them a whole reality. And it was just like, was it delusion or was it dreaming and actually believing? Verbiage, people. Verbiage. <laughs> Verbiage. Thank you. Because I looked up the definition of delusional and I looked up the definition of, I think I had looked up the definition of, um, oh, damn, I phoned it, so forget about it. But I had looked up the definition of delusional and that basically was just like, it was a d description of the, the mental state. So it was just like, how are you, how are you honestly imagining this life and then have 
and then in the same sentence, calling yourself delusional. So to be in delusion is to basically like believe that it's not there, but it is like to believe something that is, but it's not, you know? And I just, I never understood that, but you know, whatever floats your boat. And I just feel like now as Libra season ends, it's so many words of affirmation that came from people that truly cared about you, supported you, loved you, uh, wanted to nurture you, uh, you know, wanted to just keep you at the highest point of confidence in yourself without breaking you down. It's like those words of affirmation were needed as a kid and we didn't get it. So therefore we always try to fit in somewhere or we always try to go in this direction that seemed like, oh, well, they're having fun over there. So let's go over there. Cause you know what I'm saying? Why they're having fun. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I can have fun. Then you get over there. It's just like, I don't want to play no more. It's like, you done talking to me? I'm done talking. Like this ain't fun no more. Like getting into the conversation of twin flames, soulmates, and then manifestation. Then you get into the delusional mindset and then you get into this abundance, all these words. And it's just like, mm -mm, this not fun no more. Like I'm not happy. And then you get into tarot and it's like, mm -mm, this not helping me no more. Like, why do I feel like the same messages keep coming around? Like, why do I feel stuck? Why do I feel stuck? And God is like, yeah, come on back. It's okay. Let's try this again. And I had a reading a couple of weeks ago. Maybe it was a couple of months ago. And I said, the five of cups. I said, we went to the four of cups. And the four of cups was where they're trying to offer you a cup. And so they offered you this cup. And then you just, you thought that it was a spirituality. So you're like, oh, I've had a spiritual awakening. And God was like, mm, not quite. So then the five of cups came and then the five of cups, uh, there's a cup that's sitting behind, um, it's in the lights here deck. There's a cup that's sitting behind the girl and it has all these colors in it. God said, just try one more time. Okay. And when you try one more time, this will be the real spiritual awakening. This, I feel like the spiritual awakening we all went to, we all went through first is awareness. And I'm not going to cap. I probably went down that shit for probably like a couple of months. And I was like, yeah, something's not adding up here. See, I'm a Nancy Drew type of bitch. I'm a nosy type of bitch. I need to know, what is this all about? And it, it just never set well with me to the, the storylines and and then the um and then the meanings and then like the the way they were teaching us how to manifest I didn't I didn't agree. It didn't add up for me. So I said, you know what? I want to create my own lane because I'm I'm a um I'm a I'm a generator, okay? And without me even knowing that specifically about myself, like without me dissecting who I was and how how God made me to be through astrology and through um all those type of things numerology and stuff like that I already knew I'm clearly meant to create shit and I one thing I know how to create best is my own lane and I gotta figure out because I, I I sat last night and I thought about my whole journey or whatever of uh, since I've like started this being the voice thing. And I remember I used to do like Zodiacs and I remember I used to do like all these things, you know, like daily, like little readings and numbers. And I felt that I was only getting surface level. And I'm like, I got deeper messages to talk about and I got more parts and I can't do all this. But I was like, you know what? Like, I need to get myself out there and I need to get comfortable. So if you want me to be honest, I really took that time to be to to get comfortable in front of the camera. Because like 
I would do readings in 60 seconds and I was like, hey, hey, yo, like this is not even half the thought that I have in my head and I'm having to rush it. And it's just like, you know what? Let's do three minutes. Got to three minutes. And then I started to get really proud of myself that I could solidify a whole message in three minutes. So I was like, all right, bet. But then God was like, see, we got to go a little bit deeper and there's a little bit more information. You're going to have to do all these parts. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this. Fuck these Zodiacs. Because <laughs> we clearly got all of them in us. So the fact that people trying to ride for their gang of their Zodiacs is kind of preposterous. You look crazy. And then, and then I got to go. Then it's like, then I'm I'm getting clues as I'm channeling. So I'm getting numbers. I'm getting signs, synchronicities, songs, movies. I'm having to dissect these analogies. Like, I can't fit all this shit in 60 seconds. And I think... Them storylines that people keep coming up with is clearly not what's helping these people grow. So I got to create my own lane and I got a, I got a mind full of knowledge and I got this thing about my words. I got a way with my words and, and I got this passion to help people. And I got this, I got this burning desire to make a name for myself. Yeah. I got to get off this path. I got to get off this. I got to get off this soundtrack. It's skipping. I got to make a whole new record and I can't just make it from burning a CD off of y'all know we used to do LimeWire. See, y'all don't know nothing about that. You know, that's that 90 baby shit. You know, if you was one of the kids that used to make um like your own, your own uh like mixtapes and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? You, you know, you probably one of them kids now that's trying to create your own company. Cause baby, I used to make playlists of music on CDs. We had, we had the CDs on deck. You know what I'm saying? I was 20 tracks in, you know, and <laughs> now that I think about it, the fact that I could go find the tracks, download it, put it on a damn CD, burn the CD. I, I was that I was that bitch. And I was doing that shit at like 12. You know what I'm saying? So now that I think about it, I never was supposed to be. I never was supposed to be on nobody's lane. And I feel the amount of gratitude that's been shown through God and since God is a since God is basically since people and things are representations of God what I noticed is I'm gonna know when God's up in it because of how it's being presented to me and I made the statement at the beginning of Libra season that God ain't in that somebody was like that was very uh, arrogant of you to say that what God is in and what he's not you trying to tell me you can't peep where God is in and what he's not because at the very moment you stop having the discernment to see what God is in and what God is not, you literally lose track of everything of your life. You literally lose track of everything in your life. Once you start, you know, tweaking up that discernment to realize what God is in, what God is not. It's funny how a lot of you guys stop talking to family. <laughs> it's funny how you stop working in certain places, hanging out with certain people. Oh, that's very interesting. At the very second, at the very switch of degree that you realize, mm, hold on, wait a minute, God not in that. You you really start to cancel out things in people. And then and if you don't stay on the course of trying to create your own lane, you never one meet the soul family members that you feel you felt you've always wanted and you thought they never existed and come to find out they were always right beside you. Y'all, I hear that high school musical thing. And you remember in high school musical how they did the status quo, um, listen up when he was like, um, he was like, I like to cook and creme brulee. And they was like, not a word. Oh no, no, no. 
I'm sorry, y'all. I'm singing. I'm I'm singing. I'm doing movies. Neptune is so heavy in this energy right now because Neptune is the vision. You might not know how to paint the face of your wife and to paint the face of your husband and paint the face of your best friend and your soul sisters, soul brothers and your 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 business members and all just types of things. You never may have been able to paint the face, but it's something by the way it feels with them. And it's funny how God shows a man, his wife, he shows them through, through visions. It's literally a vision. So at the very moment that a man sees this woman, he knows it's her. It, that's her. At the very moment a man comes into a woman's life and she has this feeling and you know by way and you know the truth by the way it feels. Oh, the song is hitting. It's just and if God it, it, what is that? And if hold on, wait, what did Indiari say? And if I am a reflection of him, then I must be fly. Come on. Come on. It's something by the way you feel. It's something by the way you meet this random person in the middle of the coffee shop and y'all literally click. It's something by the way you find somebody on TikTok and they speak to your soul. It's something by the way you literally are in this passionate environment of what you want to do and uh, uh, one of your supporters comes and y'all just connect. If you know the truth by the way, Alexa, play the truth by NDRE. The Truth by India Ari on Amazon Music. Let's vibe for a second. I know y'all kicking it. I know y'all at home. I know y'all in the car. I know you're at work. Let's let's let her tell you. y'all heard her i don't think y'all heard her and she, she said the things that she don't like about her are fine with me it's not hard for me to understand because he's so much like me i just don't think y'all i i, I just don't think y'all understanding what the energy is right now you know the truth by the way it feels yesterday's verse in the bible came from john john says Hold on, let me go back to it. John says, I am telling you the truth. 
Those who hear my words and believe in him who sent me have eternal life. They will not be judged, but have already passed from death to life. And so as I read this, because I um I started to read it in my, I can't remember I started, where I started to read it at. But it's funny because I stopped at the authority of the sun. And when I stopped at the authority of the sun, it made me realize that when I was talking about in my um, coaching first class uh, download yesterday and also in the weekly update um, on YouTube, I was like, you know, I think that's crazy because, you know, people, people are so intimidated by me that they be like, oh, she's just so cocky. You've never seen the Lord in human form to realize, no, baby, this is confidence. This is, this is godliness. See, why would God want me to feel poor? Why would God want me to feel dumb, stupid? See, those are words and feelings and, and descriptions you receive from somebody that God does is not in them. See, they have not, but they have not taken their place as a host of the Lord. They've decided to be adopted from, to the devil. See, biologically, you are a child of God. But unfortunately, people decide to be adopted by the devil. See, and the crazy part about it is you have the choice to find who your biological mother and father are. See, when you are adopted or you're given away for adoption or, you know, however the situation goes for you as a child, you always have the option to do the research to find your biological family members. See, regardless if how it happens, it's funny because, um, um, my, my grandfather, his sister had a son and, um, she had left the baby at the hospital cause she had had the babies really young. And it's funny how he found somehow he did, uh, that DNA ancestry thing. And, um, he found somebody's information on my dad's side and, um, he reached out to them. And he said, uh, my name is so-and-so and, um, th my mother is this. And he finally reunited with my grandfather, his uncle at the age of 60 something years old. And my grandma always said, he said, you know, she said one thing your granddaddy always said, she said, he always asked, I wonder what happened to that boy that, uh, my sister had. I wonder what happened to him. And serendipitously, this year, they all found each other. So he wasn't able to meet his mother because she unfortunately has passed away. But he was able to meet his sisters, his uncle, his aunt, his family members from his mother's side that he never knew because he was adopted. He was adopted. And see, God is saying, you have the ability to find me as your biological mother and father. But you got to put in that work and you got to trust you're going to find them. And just as you are seeking somebody, they are also seeking you. The same way he always probably would would have known or would have would have want to know who his mother or who the family like of his mother were. The same way my granddaddy was always saying, I wonder what happened to him. I wonder what happened to that boy. That's the same thing God says. It's the same thing you're trying to figure out. Dang, I wonder what would happen if I dealt with this person because they give me this feeling that it, it kind of, 
I guess it kind of gave me a feeling that I think that God would give. See, a lot of people are normally very nervous about God because they don't know how it's going to feel. And they feel that if God embraces them, that certain things about themselves will have to be deleted from them because God might not like that. And in reality, God's already known you to be that. It's funny because I seen a lady on TikTok. She says uh, people in the church, they don't want uh, they don't want us to be. Ooh, ooh! I think she said like, "Ooh, I, I'm, I'm, about, I'm about to, I'm about to paraphrase what I heard. I'm, I'm not gonna say it directly, but this is, ooh, I'm gonna say how I remember." Okay, she said, "Uh, Christians don't want us to be. Oh, I don't. I, she accepted until we can, unless we want to be converted. Ooh, don't quote me. If y'all know the post, then you know exactly what she said. When she said it, everybody was like, ooh." <laughs> But one thing I knew, one thing I knew for a fact, she didn't tell no lie. She she might tell the joke, but she didn't tell a lie. See, in order for us to be accepted in the Christian mindset or in into the the lives of those that feel that they are the representation of the Lord, we have to be converted to how they see God. And see, God says, ah, that's not quite it. <laughs> That, that, that's, that's not it right there. No, 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 no. And see, when I told people that God wasn't in that, see, people look like to take that as arrogant of what I could say God was in. But see, it, it seemed that where I found God is where I found people that were authentic. And I told them last night in my Zoom, I mean, in my Google Meet that I did with my um, subscribers, I said, you know, I ain't going to cap y'all. When I first did my podcast and I heard my voice, I was like, I don't want to do this. God was like, mm, I need you to do it, please. I'm like, mm, all right. Then I remember the first time I actually heard myself preach. I remember the first time I literally heard God, the power of God come through my voice. Oh my God, I'm getting emotional. I got so insecure and I'm like, I don't want to do this no more. I don't want to do this no more. And I remember like, I was like, I don't want to do this no more. Like, I don't, I don't like it. Like, I don't feel comfortable. And he was like, um... He was like, no, you got it. You sound good. You sound good. And I remember like the episodes that I did, so many people were like, oh my God, that podcast changed my life. Oh my God. Like you just, you have a voice of power. And I was just like, wow. And I listened to Sarah Jacob Roberts and she also got a voice of power when she preaches. Like you just can feel God, God is in her voice. And, and you know, so many people, you know, they like to just deem you as whatever it is. And it's funny that she also posted a video. She said that so many people realize that you don't have to be in, you don't have to be in church to find God. The first, the very first time a black, and I'm not saying it's the first time, but the very moment that a black woman can finally honestly say, hey, you know, you don't got to come to church to find God, right? I know I'm here because this is where God put me. But you know, you don't got to, you know, you ain't got to go to church to find God, right? Somebody stitched the video and said, how dare a woman of the church come on here and say it because exactly because of people like you. And I said, God, you know, um, you know, you, you know, you got me doing this, right? Like, you know, I'm a little different. You know what I'm saying? I'm a little spicy. <laughs> I'm a little spicy. I'm a little gutter. You know what I'm saying? But I'm really smart. You know what I mean? But like, you know, you got me doing this, right? And he was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I got, you know, like, I want you to do it. And like, I know you can do it. And don't worry. I'm going to bring everybody to you because you're going to be the way they know me. 
and you're a representation of me and they gonna know me through you and you know you get what I'm saying I'm just like the more I think about it and the more I process it and the more I, I realize it it's like damn I'm really bringing people to God through me and that just that just I'm so emotional y'all and of course I am on my period so please bear with me <laughs> bear with me but like and, you know, God said, that ain't the excuse. You feel it because you know it's true. It's the truth. And I know it because it's just like, I, I ain't never really get to the Bible, but I'm over here reading the Bible to people. And it's like, I, I can articulate myself and I can explain it. You know what I'm saying? That was one thing where I didn't really, I have a hard time. Um, and it, it could be a, a it's an autistic symptom. I don't want to say symptom, but it, yeah, it's an autistic symptom. Sometimes you can't comprehend certain things and you have a hard time comprehending in certain ways and you might need a teacher that does things like this or do things like that. And, um, you know, I had a very uh, difficult time in school because like it just it just wasn't being taught to me in the way I needed it to and people ego getting in the way and I ain't finna deal with that shit. I'm, in, I'm a highly intelligent and competent woman, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like I, the ability to have to sit through people's ego to get to the end goal, it don't sit well with my spirit. And that was something in church that I realized that you got to go through somebody's ego to get through, to get through the, to get to the end goal of, of finding the Lord. And I can't deal with that. I can't, why I got to go through your ego to find God? I don't think that's how that works. So uh, how about how about I shine my my healthy ego and you gonna go through this healthy ego to find God because see this is godliness. And it's funny that I go back to John because John 5:19 talks about the authority of the Son. He says, So Jesus answered, and I tell you the truth. The son can do nothing on his own. He only does what he sees his father doing. What the father does, the son also does. For the father loves the son and shows him shows all that he himself is doing. He will show himself even greater things to do than this, and you will be amazed. Just as the father raised the dead and gives them life in the same way the son gives life to those he wants to, nor the father himself judge anyone. He has given his son to the full right to judge so that all will honor the son in the same way as they honor the father. Whoever does not honor the son does not honor the father who sent him. See, those that try to change me and try to give me direction you trying to direct god and see that's why i've been trying to tell people a lot of they 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 their their soul is trying to get ahead of themselves you see what i'm saying and and the lord is saying hey i got a lot of people down there that they feel like they've had this spiritual awakening and they feel that they can they now have this authority to speak on me and they don't See, a lot of people, uh, now they feel, well, I know myself more and, and I got this and da 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 this so I can speak on God now. And I, I you know what I'm saying? I, it ain't got to be about this tarot and all these spiritual spells and all this. No, 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 no. I, now I got the authority. I can speak on God now. See, with the North Node being in Taurus, Taurus rules the neck. That's the throat chakra. I told you the whole North Node of Taurus is people speaking out of context. And the biggest out of context that they were speaking is on God. Because it says here, as we read in John 24, about I am telling the truth. Those who hear my words and believe in him who sent me have eternal life. They will not be judged, but have already passed them from death to life. <laughs> 
He said, I'm telling you the truth. The time is coming. The time has already come when the dead will hear the voice of the son of God and those who hear it will come to life. Just as the father is himself, the source of life in the same way he has made his son be the source of life. And he has given the son the right to judge because he is the son of man. Do not be surprised at this time. I mean, excuse me. Do not be surprised at this. The time is coming when all the dead will hear his voice and come out their graves. Those who have gone those who have done good will rise and live and those who have done evil will rise and be condemned. See the part that got me was he, the fact that he said, don't be surprised. <laughs> Y'all don't need to be surprised about what's about to happen in Scorpio season because we fall down, but we get up <laughs> like you got to go down to get up. My boy, you got to see it through because see the witness to Jesus said, I can do nothing on my own authority. I judge only as God tells me. So my judgment is right because I am not trying to do what I want, but only what he who sends me wants. I testify on my own behalf. What I say is not to be accepted as real proof, but there is someone else who testifies on my behalf. And I know, I know that what he says about me is true. John is the one to whom you sent to your messengers. And he spoke on behalf of the truth. It is that I must have a human witness. I say this only in order that may be saved. John was my, John was like a lamp burning and shining and you were willing for a while to enjoy his light. But I have a witness on my behalf, which is even greater than the witness that John gave. What I do, that is the deeds my father gave to me to do. These speak on my behalf and show that the father has sent me. It's funny. I always tell people, when I'm on live, I got moderators that got the same morals and values about me, that they see my truth in me. So anybody that tries to come and destroy or interrupt my classroom, they block it out before I even got to do it. See, my hands be already up in the air. I ain't blocking nobody. Now, there are times that I do block, you know what I'm saying, without me even stopping my message. I just keep on talking and block. But I got people that also stand behind me. I mean, stand, excuse me, stand beside me. I got people that stand beside me to say, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. She's speaking the truth, and I know it because the, I, I've listened to her truth, and I've applied her truth to my life, and I've also found God in that. See, you know the truth by you the way you feel. So therefore, I don't really need people to validate what I'm saying because, see, you're going to feel what I'm saying. And I said a couple weeks ago, I said not to sound cocky, but ain't nobody came toe-to-toe with me. Spiritual, I ain't nobody in the spiritual world, nobody in the God world. I don't care. Nobody's ever stitched me to come toe to toe with me. Anybody that ever come toe to toe with me, you're triggered because the truth has now hurt something in you for you to acknowledge. You're only triggered where you are wounded. You can't, you can't argue with the, with the fact. So when I said the value of your opinion has gone down and the price of the fact has gone up, I don't think people understood what I meant by that. See, that is exactly what witness to Jesus is saying in John 5, uh, 30 through um, 40. It's saying th your, the, the value of your opinion is going to go down because, see, your opinion is based off what you see as your truth. And see, your truth will always be your truth, and I shall not steer you away from your truth. But see, your truth is not the absolute truth. It's your truth. It's not the truth. And see, where God stands, God says, I understand that everybody has a truth, 
But see, there's a difference between your truth and my truth. And I just want to let you know my truth is the fact and your truth is your opinion. And I know that there are times where I have to be a little bit more harsh and a little bit more direct. And I know my delivery is a lot different than others. But see, just because the delivery is more direct and it's more transparent does not mean it's not the truth. It might sting a little bit, but don't worry. You'll heal just fine. Because if you got stung, that means that there's a, a there's an area of you that needs to be healed. And since we are always healing, we have to understand that the more we are open to being stung, the more we are open to being healed. If you try to remain bulletproof from being stung, you are now in the, in the place of re, you are rejecting God. And to reject God is to really reject who you really are. And to reject who you really are is that you are going to reject the truth. You see what I'm saying? Because it says here, and the father who sent me also testifies on my behalf. You have never heard his voice or seen his face. You do not keep his message in your hearts for you do not believe in the one who, whom, sent, who he, whom he sent. You study the scriptures because you think that in them you will find eternal life. And these, and these very scriptures speak about me. Yet you are not willing to come to me in order to have life. See, you want to go to the book. And this is where I say the out of context and another big out of context that people were speaking is what the Bible said. See, all the analogies that I have given, and you know me, I, I talk a little slang with it. You know, I, I might not be here or thou shalt not, but... <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? What I said is exactly what the Bible said. Because see, that was my interpretation. But see, not only did I take that interpretation to my heart, I took it to the Lord. I said, hey, look, this is how I understood this. And see, these are my clues and my context. I, this, is how I, um, and this is how I see it. Can you help me? See, I, I brought up the movie Sex in the City. And some people will see that movie and automatically think lust. See, I broke that movie down on live and it's also on YouTube. And people was like, damn, yo, I never thought about that movie like that. I said, right. See, because the devil wants you to seek him in so much that God was like, I actually was in that. <laughs> God was like, oh, hold up. Wait a minute. I, I actually was in that. People are like, no, they're talking about sex. They're all being promiscuous. They're being that. They're being this. God said, mm, actually, I was in that. So y'all didn't see where they tried to crucify Samantha to being just her own individual of her embracing her sexuality. Condoms were actually something that we would want to promote because it promotes safe sex. And she was being, and, and yes, it was because of the religion of, um, they were in Dubai. And yes, it is. But see, that goes to show how people in religion are basically trying to convert you to how they want you to be. You, you showing PDA and affection to your partner shouldn't be, you shouldn't be crucified for that. You see what I'm saying? The energy of embracing who you are, you should not be crucified for that. 
See, and they didn't even see what happened in the movie was she they thought the these scammers that had all these like uh designers or whatever, you know, like the little pocket handlers or pack whatever the fuck they call. They that she was like they thought that she had stole one of their Birkins and she didn't. So they actually ripped her real Birkin and all these condoms flew out. So they were wrong by even saying that she stole, but since the condoms were on the floor, all the men in Dubai were like, "Oh, this is this this is madness. She needs to be she needs to be taken away and all this stuff." Instead of them realizing that the, the man was arguing with her, ripped her bag that's where it started. But see, this is not allowing people to take the accountability to now transmute accountability into wisdom. You could have took the, he, he talking about, oh, my bad, sorry. And just walked away as literally she's being crowded by hundreds of men that men that are trying to basically crucify her. Instead of taking that initiative to step in and say, hey, I was wrong. Do not do not try to crucify this woman by what was in the privacy of her purse from my mistake. They decide to walk away as I mean, it was a whole bunch of men that swarm around her. You see what I'm saying? Her and this man were caught kissing on the beach. No, a, a man had seen them having a PDA at the restaurant, decided to have police follow them to the beach to see them kissing, to have them arrested. See, God said, y'all don't even realize the things that I'm in because you're so busy trying to be judgmental. You're so busy trying to press and force your opinion as the fact, and it's not the truth. Because he says in John 5, 41, I am not looking for human praise, but I know what kind of people you are. And I know that you have no love for God in your hearts. I have come in my father's authority, but you have not received me. When, however, someone comes, when someone comes with his own authority, you will receive him. You like to receive praise from one another, but you do not try to win praise from the one who alone is God. How then can you believe me? I always tell y'all, y'all cross Jesus. I know y'all gonna cross me. So I don't give a fuck what you, how the fuck you feel about the delivery. I don't give a fuck how you feel about me not wanting to be around you because of a dream that I saw. Y'all cross Jesus. I know y'all shall cross me. He says, do not think, however, that I am the one who will accuse you to my father. Moses, in whom you have put your hope, is the very one who will accuse you. If you had already believed Moses, you would have believed me because he wrote about me. But since you do not believe he what if, since you since you do not believe what he wrote, how can you believe what I say? Yeah. You 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 y'all hear that? You don't even believe. You can't even see the, the, the truth in the Bible. How, how are you supposed to believe that God is working through me? You have this, you have this uh, view and your perception is your perception. That's why your perception to me is none of my fucking business. How you perceive me is up to you. Because see, if you know that, if you got good in your heart, see, real recognize real, baby. So therefore, a good hearted person see another good hearted person. A good-hearted person that's being seeked out by a bad-hearted person is always going to find something bad about that person. In reality, you just can't seek the bad within you. 
So how can you honestly support me as your guidance, support me as your messenger, support me as your representation of God? How can you do that if you don't even believe in the father? How can you not believe you have not already seen God? If you, God is not, you've never seen the face of the Lord. You just know that God is within things. So as we go on this, cause you know, by the, by the next time I do this, um, how long we, how long we been in here? Oh, 43 minutes. All right. Two, not too bad. Not too bad. Um, so the next time I'll be doing, um, a podcast will be on the 26th, which will be after the, um, the new moon eclipse and we'll already be in Scorpio season. So I want you to think about this from this episode to next episode. If you can't, if you, if you can't see God, how are you supposed to believe that God is within things? Because it seems like the only way you would know that God is in something is by the way you feel. See, Neptune is the vision. You see, Neptune is the subconscious mind. You can't see the subconscious mind, but somehow your reality reflects it, right? See, Pisces are all the... Wait, is Pisces a mutable sign? Hold on. Sorry, y'all. Mutable signs. Hold on. Yeah. See... Mutable signs have four signs that all contain two people. Gemini got two people. Sagittarius is two people. Um, they're half man, half horse. Pisces got two fish. Virgo is you and you, which is still considered two people. Shadow versus shadow versus uh, light. So as we're in this very mutable energy, the thing about mutable signs is... Mutable signs are most likely to be flexible, adaptable, and can thrive on change. See, as we go into Scorpio season, and I know Scorpio season is a fixed sign to be fixated on something, but it seems that the Lord keeps saying, um, the Lord keeps saying, uh, the word adaptability kept coming up. And I think I said that in, oh, I think I did say something about adaptability. Oh God, please say that I, I think I did say that in Libra season. Oh gosh, y'all, I'm a matter of fact, if you don't follow me on Twitter, follow me on Twitter because I'm going to retweet the tweet that I had about adaptability. And I think it was in Libra season, if I'm not mistaken, because the word for Libra season was admiration, respect. And there is all this mutable energy of you having this awareness to adapt. That's why I called it unevolved. Gemini's fucking simple minded. That's a thing that Gemini's that's a that's a life lesson Gemini's have to do is to to stop being simple minded. That's the thing that Sagittarius have to do is stop trying to satisfy their flesh, their animal instincts. That's the thing of Virgos have to stop being so um analytical and so trying to be a perfectionist. That's why Pisces have to stop being so indecisive. You see, there's a, there's a thing of bridging. There's this thing of bridging. And to bridge is to basically put something to support from one point to the other point. Bridge the gap. See, Scorpio season is about to bridge the gap about a lot of things. And see, how can you bridge the gap if you don't fully, fully believe that the bridge will be strong enough for you to make it to point A to point Z? That's why I brought up uh, the other dad said that's a lot of things are about to be watered under the bridge. 
And the water under the bridge is the full understanding of where the emotions lie. See, when people say it's water under the bridge, they've let it go. They can put it to rest. It's no longer something that is going to... um, Keep them condemned or keep them mind boggled or keep them. Oh, my left eye is jumping. What that mean? Oh, it's jumping. Hold on. Let's see what that means. I know it got something to do with my intuition. You know, (laughs) right on the money. Right on the money. I just heard God say right on the money. Right on the money. It was doing it again. Right on the money. It's funny I look it up and it be all this bad shit and God be like, uh, keep reading, keep reading, keep reading. Good fortune. A woman's life would be filled with happiness and peace if her left eye twitches. A unexpected windfall of luck may be around the corner for her. However, uh, well, we're not going to talk about the right eye, but that's what I feel. Things are being bridged. God is bridging a lot of things. And and if you can't believe that the bridge will get you, you know what I'm saying? That's going to support you. Then therefore, how can you believe in God? What does the Bible say about the left eye? The body, this is in Matthew 5, 29. It says the body also has its own sense that is the left eye and its own appetite that is, is the left hand. Hold on, sorry, y'all. I was trying to read this about the Bible. Because it says, Jesus, Jesus says the, the, the eye is the lamp of the body. Mm-hmm. Once again, in Matthew. It says here, it says to see and hear the hidden things of God requires spiritual eyes and ears. Hunger for spiritual truth requires awakened senses and to the love and to love the things of God requires a new heart. God alone is the source of spiritual eyes and undivided hearts. Yeah. Don't, I don't know what the word for Scorpio season is just yet, but when I find it, I'll tweet it. So I love you guys and I appreciate you. And I can't wait to see, well, y'all can't see me, but I can't wait to be in your ears next Wednesday. Mwah. Toodles. <laughs>